everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. And today, I know I'm a day late with the podcast, but it's for good reason. I wanted to stop and re-record the episode that I had recorded today because we have gotten some new cruise news, and it's really exciting. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, someone asked Ralph, my dad slash boss slash business partner when he thought cruising would come back and where and he guessed the British Isles and I don't think that either of us were prepared for the news that we got with where cruising is resuming right now which is the United States American Cruise Lines and American Queen Steamboat Company both resumed operations last weekend and are going to both sail starting now. Um, American Cruise Lines resumed on March 13th and, you know, these ships are small. They're between 100 and 190 passengers. The ships are going to keep sailing, as far as we know, at up to 75% capacity. Now, we do also know that American Queen Steamboat Company is offering Mississippi River cruises on two of its river ships. And American Queen Steamboat Company has actually made a vaccination, a vaccine mandate. So they are going to require passengers to be vaccinated before getting on board. Now, as far as American Cruise Lines, their website says for prepare, under preparing to travel and boarding that guests must um, require th- that guests are going to be required to take a negative COVID test or take a COVID test with a negative result, um, and that is for all guests and crew before boarding its ships. Um, but as far as vaccines go, they do say guests are strongly encouraged to get a COVID nineteen vaccine before travel. Guests with a vaccine must still reply, uh, comply with all requirements of the protocol, including testing and mask wearing. Um, but you can see there's not a mandate there. It's just strongly encouraged. So what does that mean? I mean, it, it does raise a question of, you know, how are people going to be able to uh, travel without a vaccine? Are they going to Uh, Are people going to be comfortable? I mean, obviously, there are people who don't want to get vaccinated, so they will be able to go on certain cruise lines. But I don't know how, and and I'm not really speculating anything at this point, but I don't really know how that is going to affect certain companies that choose not to have vaccine mandates. Sure, they will be pulling a lot of people who don't want the vaccine, but is that going to hurt them in the long run because people are going to start getting vaccinated and might only want to be with other passengers who are vaccinated. I don't know. As I said, I'm not really speculating anything at this point, but it does. It is something that I think about is, you know, how how does this help or hurt different cruise lines? So who knows? Um, We'll see what happens. But not only is this good news in our own backyard, uh, Crystal Cruises has announced that it is going to home port Crystal Serenity in the Bahamas and do seven night round trip voyages from Nassau and Bimini. Um, bookings actually open today, which is March 18th. Um, and those sailings book uh, begin on July 3rd, 2021. So this summer, you'll be able to cruise on board Crystal. I'm sure that we'll hear from a lot of other companies as well. But uh, Crystal is the first news that I heard of. 
These trips are going to be pretty nice. Um, they're 100% in the Bahamas, either from Nassau or Bimini, as I said. Uh, they'll stop in Harbor Island, San Salvador. And they, it, there will also be pre and post cruise hotel stays available um, at a resort in, at the Hilton in Bimini or at uh, Nassau's SLS Baja Mar. So, you know, they're going to be, it, it's exciting. Crystal is another cruise that does have a vaccine mandate. So, you know, you do see this news of this kind of trend of people requiring vaccines and then saying that they're going to return to sailing. Um, but then you kind of have these wild cards like American Cruise Line, who's not requiring the vaccine and is currently sailing right now. And uh, we'll get to one more in a second, but that one was kind of this one that I'm going to mention in a second is kind of the biggest shock of all to me. Um, so we're going to talk about that one, but I want to keep it mysterious so that you uh, listen for the next two minutes until I get to uh, our next piece of news. Um, so these fares for these crystal voyages are are low. I mean, they are from $2,000 per person um, and there will be a shipboard credit. Uh, those are both per guest. So $125 shipboard credit per guest. And then also that fare of $1,999 per guest. Um, and then low solo fares from just 125%. So we talked about solo supplements um, earlier uh, crystal is good, especially on ocean for there to just be 125% supplement. That's pretty great. Um, there's a no money down booking window that is open through April 5th. So if you're feeling like booking, but still unsure, you could go ahead and reserve your spot without, uh, needing to commit to making a deposit. Now, I don't think it's been quite two minutes, but I am going to get to the next piece of news, which is that Viking is going to sail the British Isles. So when Ralph was asked that question, you know, when he first started writing about American Queen Steamboat Company and, and American Cruise Lines, he said, I can't believe how wrong I was. I thought that I, I thought that cruising was coming back to the British Isles first. And lo and behold, Viking has announced that it will resume cruising the British Isles in May. Um, it, you know, it, it does feel like a really hopeful time right now with all of this news. I'll get more into Viking in a second, but I just want to reflect like I have been having such a good week because I feel so hopeful about everything. And especially, you know, I had a, I'm hosting a cruise on American cruise lines in July. And I keep saying, if it happens, I think that one will happen. That one seems like it's going to happen. And the fact that American cruise lines has now kind of opened up and is sailing again, it makes me happy that I at least have a plan to do something, um, to do a trip. It's going to be amazing. So I'm feeling really, really happy about that. Let's talk about Viking. Um, today is just going to be a news episode as far as I'm concerned, because I did kind of scrap the other episode because as I mentioned at the beginning, I thought that this all was so important. So next week we will talk about my sailing aboard MSC Maravilla, and that will lead us up into, we're going to hear from MSC cruises. We're going to do an interview with Ken from MSC, um, in the next couple of weeks. So I'm excited to talk about Maravilla to revisit that cruise. The last cruise that I had taken before COVID hit, it's the last ship that I've been on. And then also to talk to Ken about how successful MSC has been in returning to operations. Um, because while I do say like Viking is returning and Crystal is returning and they're the first ones that I know of, 
they're not the first ones in the world. Um, I know that we've talked on this podcast about MSC having resumed to sailings and doing these sailings in the Mediterranean really successfully. And we talked to Mike from Quasi Europe and Christine Karst, and, and they have been able to resume sailing successfully. So these are more of the bigger name companies, companies that you might not know, and then also cruising within the U.S. or close to here. So that's what I mean by first, just to clarify. There have definitely been sailings that have been happening, Um, but this feels more hopeful, in my opinion, for the U.S. market. Um, So Viking announced that it's going to restart limited operations in May 2021 with three special sailings along the coast of England. These are only available for UK residents. So I know that that might put a damper on this great news that I've been holding out on uh, saying, but, you know, it's still good. It's I think that a lot of things, you know, I had someone email me and they said, oh, great. Does this mean that my Viking sailing is going to happen? It's in Russia. I think that a lot of these things are still going to be left up to each individual each individual country, up to the EU parliament. You know, there are so many factors. And so while we have cruising resuming in the U.S. on certain ships, that is under the authorization and the allowance, I guess, of our government. Um, so it's hard to to look at international travel on a global scale because things are so different country to country. These sailings are going to be eight days long and they're going to be called uh, England's Scenic Shores and they are going to sail round trip from Portsmouth with departures on May 22nd, May 29th, and June 5th. So right now there are only those three special scheduled sailings. Um, But the cool thing too is that these Scenic Shores sailings are going to be on one of Viking's new ships, Viking Venus. That ship is going to be delivered in April. So they will be some of the first guests on board the ship. Um, which during COVID, you know, might make you feel a little more safe, a little more clean. I know that that's not really the point of saying that. It is exciting that there is a new ship for sure, but um, I cannot, it, it would be nice for me to go somewhere and sleep on a bed that no one else had slept on for the first time since COVID, I, I would think. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's as far, that's about as far as that news of Viking goes. I do want to mention too about Viking. So Viking does also does not have a vaccine mandate, um, which is not surprising. You know, we talked about, we talked about Royal Caribbean, about the sailings in Israel. And I do think that those fully vaccinated sailings, I think we're going to see a lot of companies do that and a lot of companies steer toward that. But we're also going to see, I'm, I'm especially surprised that a big company like Royal Caribbean would do that. And I'm, I'm happy with the decision. I think that, you know, personally, I do think that having a vaccine mandate, it makes the voyage feel safer for a lot of people. Um, and you know, whatever. I'm actually, actually, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But I do think that a lot of people will feel safer on those. So we'll see a lot of that from some people. But I, I think that we will also see a lot of companies not require vaccine because they don't want to shut out a certain type of traveler or a certain group of people from traveling. And I can understand that perspective as well. People are really, a lot of people are really against the vaccine. There's a huge, there's a ton of vaccine discourse. And so that makes sense. I mean, that's just like keeping open to a wider audience. But 
Viking, while they're not requiring a vaccine, as far as I'm aware of, for travelers to get on board, um, Viking does have a lab on board its ships now, and they are going to be COVID testing every single day. So there's going to be a daily COVID test, a uh, PCR, a saliva test. And for all guests and crew every day, they're going to process these. There's new air purification technology. Um, so, I mean, there are, the Viking really has the facilities to make this model work, which I, I don't know how it's going to work everywhere else, how often people are going to have to get COVID tested. For example, on American Cruise Lines, is that COVID test just once at the beginning of the voyage, once at the end, once at the beginning, one in the middle? I mean, who knows? But Viking, you know, having this model of doing it every day, even though as we have learned, or I have learned at least through this, that the PCR tests are not always the most accurate. I have people who have gotten false negatives, but to have the facilities to be able to uh, process these tests every day and make sure that, you know, everything is, everyone is good as the sailing continues on. I think that to have multiple false negatives and to have uh, false negatives, you know, even if one person tests positive, then they'll have to quarantine. So I think that there, that is a responsible way of handling this. Um, But Again, without that vaccine mandate, a lot of people are going to be deterred. So there is kind of this, what I wanted to kind of present today or to comment on is that there are, there is this return to the industry and we're seeing that and there's a lot of similarities in the return and the time frame is going to be the same because of what governments are allowing us to do or cruise companies to do. But at the same time, there is this differentiation between the lines. And I think that, you know, moving forward, I've said this quite a few times at this point, but a lot of that is going to be a determining factor on which cruise lines people choose moving forward in the future. So it's really interesting just to see how these companies are tackling their comeback and how they're handling it differently. Um, So as I said, I know that today was just kind of a news episode, but I thought that it was all really good news and really exciting news. And I am so happy to be sailing in July. So I cannot wait for that. I hope that that happens. I'm, I, it will happen. I'm going to start manifesting it now. Um, anyway, we will talk about MSC next week then. And we will also talk to Ken Muscat from MSC Cruises coming up here in the next few weeks. And I hope you all have a great day. And I hope that you're as excited about this good news as I am. Thank you. Bye.